Hey everyone, my name is Augie Schmidt and welcome to the CRE Arena. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you exactly how I went from making $30,000 a year in commercial real estate to doing well over seven figures in this business consistently. So over the past three years, I've averaged more than a million bucks in gross commissions, and I'm really gonna lay out three main points in this video to help you in your journey and show you how I did it. And hopefully you can take some of these things, apply them to your own business, and it can help take you to the next level. So enjoy. All right, I have three main points in this video and please make sure that you stay with me through all of them because the last one is probably the most important. It really wraps up the first two and then you can put it into practice and actually go start making the big money in commercial real estate. So number one, mastering your market. And these are really three things that I wanna break down in mastering your market because when you're a commercial real estate advisor, you are paid for your expertise. You're paid for your knowledge of the market, of the industry, of the property, uh, where trends are going, and it is your job to know all of these things better than your client, and that is why they pay you. So you have to work on your knowledge and mastering the market first. So really, I wanna break this down in three different sections. So when mastering your market, I would always dig into the industry first, uh, the properties, and then also your local market. So the commercial real estate industry, it is imperative that you know what is going on in the industry. You know how deals are getting done, where things are going, and none of us have a crystal ball, but we can see trends, we look at data, we uh, jump on webinars from people that are better than us and more experienced, but you really pay attention to what's going on in the industry and also within the given property type or sector that you're working in. Which brings me to my next point, the properties in your market. So I believe that it's best to specialize in a property type, but if you're not, that's okay because I know generalists in my office that are doing more than a million dollars a year, uh, but I believe it's best to become a specialist because as I'm saying, it is very, very important important for you to understand more than your client about the property, the transaction that you're working on. So for me to know every single thing about multifamily assets, industrial properties, shopping centers, uh, office properties, it's really hard to do. I, I don't. I know some pretty good generalists, but I don't know anybody that's an absolute expert at every single property type. I know experts in each specific property type. For me, mine's warehousing and industrial properties. So how do you get to know each and every property type specifically? You look at your market and you say, hey, what type of properties are most prevalent in my market? So is this more of a retail shopping type market? Is it more of warehousing, industrial? Maybe there's more high rise office buildings. There's always multifamily in dense markets because that's really just places for people to live. But all of these property types, you really have to look at your market as a whole and see what is there and what does the landscape look like. And then once you narrow it down to one property type, you have to know what makes that property tick. So for industrial buildings, for example, I mean, you're going to look at clear height, you're going to look at power, you're going to look at distribution demographics, uh, you're going to see, hey, what is the office to warehouse ratio? What, what are the roll-up doors? How many are there? Uh, is there any laydown yard? Things like that. Maybe for shopping centers, it's going to be different because people are using that space for a different purpose. So that is going to be more demographic focused, maybe traffic count. Uh, you want to know how many people live in the area. You, know, you want to know how much money they make because those are the metrics that are important to retail consumers, which retail consumers and people spending more more money at these centers. That's what makes uh, retail properties thrive. And then for multifamily assets, it's really the class of the asset. And then also what type of demographic is in the area. So this may be a class A, B, or C apartment complex. These might be luxury. They might be workforce housing.
housing, uh, and then office spaces too. You have same thing, class A to C, and these might be you know smaller offices where it's a 1,200 square foot real estate office or a chiropractor's office, or these might be you know 500,000 square foot high rises with 50, 60, 70 floors. So all different property types are usually in every market, but every market there's a different lay of the land. So for example, there's really no high rise office buildings in rural Alabama. And then same thing, like you're not going to find a hundred acres of ag land in New York City. So it really just doesn't work like that. And you really have to look at your market and know what property types are there and really to know the landscape of your market. And that brings me to my third point for mastering your market, three points and three points and three points. Uh, Hopefully you guys can stay with me here, but uh, in mastering your market, the first overall point and the third point to that is really the market itself. Because when you're in this market, you have to know what makes it tick. You have to know what industries are there. Like I said, the property landscape and and what that looks like, that's important to know. But what big industries are there? Is this more of a manufacturing town? Is it a big, maybe there's some large universities there. Uh, Maybe the office buildings, uh, there's high rises and it's a a very urban dense market. You have to know, you know, how many people are there? Uh, What are the big attractive components to your market? Are there major roadways running through your market. Uh, For example, I'm in Lakeland, Florida, and a few things about our market. We have I-4 running through us, which is the main corridor between Tampa and Orlando, all the way to Daytona uh, here in Central Florida. Uh, We also have some major players like Publix is here, uh, a massive grocery chain. And these are the things that really start to make our market tick. So I would encourage you to figure out what makes your market tick. And some of the biggest things can be like Fortune 500 companies, uh, major roadways, or things like that. So those are really the three things I would focus on 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 my first point, which is mastering your market. All right, so for point number two, this is mastering business development. And there's many different ways to do this. And I like to take a multi-angle approach and so does my team. So uh, there's always cold calling, you can go door knocking, you can do direct mailers, email, there's all of these different things that you can do to get in contact with property owners. But that is the overarching theme. You can argue about which one's best. I mean, it's not much of an argument. We all know cold calling is king. Just kidding, Jesus is king, but uh, cold calling is king king of prospecting in commercial real estate. But for all these different angles of approach to do business development, you really want to focus on, I like to set the foundation of cold calling, but really all these different approaches, that is getting in contact with property owners. And that is the biggest thing. If you do not make direct and intentional contact with property owners, you will not be successful in this business. So I like to set the foundation of my outbound business development by cold calling, because this is one thing that I know is going to work and really make that contact with property owners. Because out of all of these different methods of doing business development, making the contact with property owners is what's important. So you can be doing this four or five step different angled approach to doing outbound business development, but making actual contact is key. And what that means, it's not sending a piece of direct mail. It's not sending an email. I mean, you might be able to see the uh, click through rate or open rate or something like that on your uh, email provider, but making contact on the phone or door knocking and going face to face with a property owner is always going to be the top ways to do deals. And this for people that maybe it makes you uncomfortable. I mean, I think this makes everybody uncomfortable when they first get started in the business. Let's be honest, but it is vital in order to win in this business. And the more that you do it and the more consistent that you do it with the better flow and the better strategy, and you then scale up systems and processes to do this uh, really, really efficiently, and then incorporate some direct mail, email and stuff all to this. That is how you win big in commercial real estate. 
rate, but it's always anchored by making that direct contact with property owners, not just sending them a piece of mail, not just sending them an email. You have to get on the phone with them. You have to get face to face. You have to have a conversation with these property owners and be able to support them in their needs, which that's one thing I want to talk about as well is in business development. Number one is providing value. So providing value to these property owners, there are way too many sleazy brokers out there that just want to call you and say, hey, are you ready to sell your property? Or are you ready to buy something else? Or do you need help leasing or whatever it is? But if you are providing value, you're already probably in the top two or 3% of brokers in the market. And it makes you different than everybody else because you've done work beforehand, which you are now presenting to them and helping them out. And it's information that's valuable to them and tailored to their property. So if you master your market and you know what you're doing, you know the trends, you know the rates, maybe uh, nearby sale transactions or comps that affect their property, and then you present these two property owners and you provide value to them, asking good questions along the way, you will get better and better at this. But guys, this is the way to win massive in commercial real estate is to do this in a consistent formula. And I don't want to confuse or overwhelm with formulas or any systems and processes because all in all, you just pick up the phone and dial. A mentor of mine, Andy Frisella, says you make a list, do a list, and win now. That is the cadence of commercial real estate and really all business development. So make a list, call a list, win now. That's what I would focus on. And then from there, you go on to building systems and processes to do this more efficiently, maybe bringing a team underneath you and then doing a cadence of, hey, we're doing you know cold calls on these days, we're door knocking on these days, and every other week we're sending a piece of direct mail or email, and then say once every other month, you know it's a piece of direct mail and email cadence. So things like that and building your list along the way, building your database of these property owners and going and calling the list, getting in contact with them and winning. That is the way you do massive business development. All right. So to recap, we have number one, that's mastering your market. We have number two, that's mastering business development. And number three, I wanted to take a little bit different angle with this one, but this is mastering yourself. And before you get into and think this is some cheesy guru motivational talk, this is vital to put all this together. I see way too many people that don't have things in order where they can even put themselves in a position to go in. Because if you're trying to master your market or do business development or whatever it is, and, and everything's out of order in your life, then doing these things is incredibly hard. I mean, it's hard already, but if you don't have everything else in order in your personal and professional life, then it is that much harder. And even if you can get by for some period of time, you won't be able to do it for long. These are the things that have served me best. And I don't want to say that this is a hundred percent. You must have to do this. I don't like saying things like that anyway, because I mean, there's people that have uh, been very successful that their you know personal and probably professional lives have been an absolute mess. But I'm saying what has worked for me and what I would highly recommend is having these things in order so you can go win consistently day by day, brick by brick for a long time and like actually win, you know, because we're talking like commercial real estate and sales and commissions and business development stuff. And, and that's great and all, but like if you're out of whack and then all of a sudden, you know, you go all in and you say five, seven, 10 years and you're neglecting your health, you're neglecting your family, your kids, your other things, like you don't win. In matter of fact, you lose in like the biggest way possible. So I can't really uh, fathom that. And that scares the crap out of me. I know each and every day and I try and show up in the best way I can and have my priority straight of my faith, uh, my health, my family, everything that is going on in my life. You know, this is what's truly important 
to me. And I would just tell you to ask yourself that of like, hey, what's truly important to you? Because I think the most successful people, truly successful people of a, of a definition that, you know, I like and that I think success is business and finances and success and, 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 you know, business development and commissions. This is probably like number four or five on the list. So to get in a little bit of what that looks like of, you know, personal development, um, because I believe you have to have personal development in order before the professional development comes, because professional development is, you know, every step of the way after you are in order. So uh, for everybody, this really looks different, but I believe it's consistency and it's discipline and it's attention and it's focus. So for me, what works best for me is, you know, not to go whole corny, like entrepreneur thing. Uh, I'm not doing uh, many ice baths or affirmations in the mirror, uh, but I do get up early and I work out and I get my body moving and I have some time to myself before the kids wake up and I get my day rolling and I try and stay fit. I try and stay looking good for my wife and just in shape. So that is one thing that I do early in the morning and it has really worked well for me. And, you know, I, I don't want to go through the whole daily routine here, but your health I believe it has to be at the at the top of that list. And that's not only getting up and getting moving, maybe you work out after the day, whatever, that's okay. But also the foods you eat, uh, the things you watch, the people you listen to, what you're scrolling through and following on social media, this is all health. I mean, we all know how big of an epidemic uh, mental health has been over the past three, five, 10 years. It's really come to the surface, but you having these things in order and making sure your life is set up from a health perspective, you know, what you're watching, what you're focused on, um, your mental state, that is is going to allow you to come into work and go in. So without having these things set up, without being in order, and you're maybe out of whack in certain areas of your life, you cannot be consistent. At least I don't believe you can be consistent enough to go win day in, day out, brick by brick, and be truly successful. So on the personal side, I would highly recommend investing in yourself. And you don't have to wait until you have you know ripped six pack abs and drink green smoothies every day uh, for a hundred days straight until you start working on the professional side, but this is something that I would always recommend working on. And, you know, once you work on that, you, you have good habits and you're getting a routine. It's like, Hey, now let's tap on the, the professional stuff. And I mean, you never want to turn either on or off really, but I like to set my priorities. And when you're in a consistent motion of doing things the right way, you're in a good routine and you're taking care of yourself. That's when you can come into work and go in on a consistent basis. So what that looks like professionally, that means getting better in really every area that is going to move your business forward. So I like to think of more of the base skills and characteristics of a businessman, entrepreneur, of an employee, of a, a salesperson uh, before I like to, you know, tear on the smaller things. So, you know, on the, on the, on the base level, it's your charisma, it's your personality. It's how you talk to people. It's how you treat people. It's the, the joy and the vibe that you put off when you come in contact with people. It's how you make people feel when you come in contact with them. That is on the, I think that's a lot of personal stuff right there, but that translates very much into your professional life. People do business with people they like. And to be someone that people like, you you make them feel heard. You make them feel loved and cared for and that you have their best interest at heart, especially in the commercial real estate arena. Like I said, this is an expertise business. We're paid for a service and people like doing business with people they like. So that is what I try and focus on first is like, hey, um, you know, where am I at with all these things? And, you know, am I somebody that people would want to do business with? And then stacking up on that is like, hey, what are the skills that I have that I 
I can provide value to the marketplace. So these are the things and, and, you know, how do you provide value to the marketplace, but how do you come across with those, with those skills and with that value that you bring to the table? So maybe it's your speech, maybe it's your listening skills. Um, that's a big one. I mean, I used to just, uh, you know, listen just to talk, not to listen to understand and, um, and then really provide good value back. So that's one thing I would always be careful of, but on the professional side, you know, the delivery of how you're providing value, I think is even more important than the value that you're providing. So it's kind of stacked up in that way. And then I would always work on that on say your sales skills, your, your people skills, the relational skills, uh, communication, and then also good habits of responding to people, calling people back. All of these things are in this professional development category. And then on top of that, then I think that's where the, the systems, the processes come in. Um, obviously we want to be consistent through all of it, but whatever outbound efforts we're putting out there, or, you know, the difference between working on the business and in the business, time blocking things and creating systems and processes uh, for you to scale and grow your company as you continue to work your way throughout the commercial real estate career. And really for these three main points, your market, business development, and then yourself, this is what it has taken me to go from $30,000 a year to making more than seven figures in commercial real estate. So not super tactical stuff, but I really wanted to build the pyramid here and say, hey, this is what it looks like to be successful in commercial real estate, or at least what it has worked for me to build a seven-figure business. I'm sure there's other people that have got there in other ways, but like I said, there's not a lot of content out there that are helping people out and trying to show them the way to be successful in this business. So if you master these three things, you will be well on your way to a successful career in commercial real estate. So these are the main three points that I believe is what it takes to be truly successful in commercial real estate. And guys, uh, I'm really big on the definition of success. So there's some other things in there on the personal and professional side. Uh, really the personal side of like, hey, how are we describing success and what's our definition there? So hopefully you enjoyed this video. Please like, subscribe, share, comment down below what you want to hear for next time, share it with a friend, and we'll see you next time. All right, my name is Augie Schmidt and welcome to the CRE Arena. So in today's episode, I want to get some thoughts from here to you guys. Stupid, stupid. I like it. All right, so that is all we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share this with a friend. Uh, also, if there's a comment section, make sure and put that down below of what you want to hear next time. So we are making this content for you guys to help you be more successful and make more money in commercial real estate. So like, comment, subscribe, do all the things that people do uh, when they like videos. But if you didn't, then don't. Either way, leave a comment and let us know what you want to hear next time. Until then, peace.